Hello, friends. Welcome to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host, Julie Jancis. I am an angel messenger. I bring through messages from your angels, guides, and loved ones. I bring these through in my 25, 55, and 85-minute angel reading sessions. You can book those online at my website, www.jancis.com. Those readings are how we keep this podcast going. So I don't ask you to subscribe to some membership program. All I ask that if it resonates with you to book a session with me, that you go ahead and do that when you feel aligned and called to it. Friends, we have a really fun episode today. Friends, I'm bringing through angel messages today in a different way, but first I want to let you know I am so, so incredibly excited because we are doing a huge, massive giveaway. So you might have heard me talking about how there was something coming up that I, I couldn't talk about yet, and that is the giveaway. Between Thanksgiving And my birthday, January 6th this year, we have the holiday season, right? And I love the holiday season. It's just so warm. I love everybody to feel that warmth and that love and that joy of the season too. So I was thinking, you know, between... Between Thanksgiving and my birthday, that is 40 days. And I was like, oh, 40 days. Let's make that even more fun. And let's make it 44 items to give away, right? Books, group Reiki sessions. We are giving away so much. I ordered a ton of my favorite books. And I started telling my friends that I wanted to do this giveaway and they were all so enthusiastic like I was that they want to give away stuff to you too. So all together, everyone, we have over 64 items that are going to be given away between Thanksgiving and January 6th, my birthday. It's actually the 12th day of Christmas, if you didn't know. So I wanted to let you know that because... The way that we're giving away all of these things is through the reviews. You know, what I have found is that the way iTunes really gets your podcast out there and different outlets like iHeartRadio, you know, different places, what they use to really spread your podcast to be seen by more people is all due to the reviews. So when you leave a five-star positive review of the Angels and Awakening podcast and you, you screenshot it, you email it over to us, what we do is we put your name, your email into this drawing. Now, friends, there are 300 and almost 60 ratings on there right now, but we need to keep those ratings and reviews going because when we do, we can reach more people and help more people. So in order to do this, an energy exchange between you and the Angels and Awakening podcast, what we're going to do is if you share this podcast with a friend and they rate and review it between now and Thanksgiving or even throughout the giveaway this holiday season, what I want you to do is have your friend put your name in the recommendation that they give, in the five-star review that they leave, right? So that we know that they were referred by you, and when they win, you're going to win as well. So we are so excited. 
we are giving away so many cool things. Like I said before, we've got books. I am going to begin doing group healing Reiki sessions. And what that is, is you will call in on a webinar number. You won't be able to see anything. You'll just be lying in your bed or somewhere very comfortably in silence. And you're going to listen to this phone call. It's a Reiki healing session, but there can be tons of people on from throughout the entire world, right? Because we have people listening around the world now to the Angels and Awakening podcast. Very exciting. And so with these group Reiki healing sessions, what we're going to have you do is um, you'll be calling into this number and you'll just listen and we'll walk you through the healing so that you feel it in your body as we're going through the different chakras, as we're going through the aura, as we're working with the inner child, as we're doing a lot of different healing work. It's going to be so different. Each healing session will just be channeled by me and each healing session will be very different. This is something that we're going to do twice a month starting in 2020. So it'll be really great and we're going to give away a lot of those sessions so that you can see what it's like. That'll be part of the giveaway. There are books. There are other people, my friends, who are going to be giving away many different things. So you're going to want to be a part of this. You're going to want your friends to be a part of this. If you tell them, your friends, about the Angels and Awakening podcast, have them listen, check us out. And if they like us, have them leave a five-star positive review. Have them say referred by and then leave your name. Also have them email that over to us so that we have their email address and can let you both know when you win. This is going to be so fun. And it just warms my heart to be able to give away so much to you throughout the holiday season. I hope it brings a lot of cheer. I hope it brings a lot of joy. And I hope you don't mind me talking about this before Halloween is even here, right? But uh, I'm just planning ahead a little bit. Oh, one more thing about that. If you own your own business and you want to give away something through this drawing too, we're going to recognize your company. It has to be something that could go to anyone worldwide um, because there isn't one specific location for our listenership. It's really just around the world, right? But if you have something that you want to give away, connect with me and we can make that happen and we can recognize your company as well. Or recognize you as an author if you have a book that you want to share. So you've probably heard me say that I see spirit coming through in so many movies. There are so many amazing movies out there that you can just see are divinely channeled messages that are really coming through to the audience. Now, last week, I was just kind of um, checking up on Facebook, and I found a blog post by my friend Grace. Uh, Grace and I went to high school together. She's actually going to come on the podcast because she wrote this beautiful article about how busy we are in our lives and how we're really mistaking what is self-care for what is really just needing a break within our day, right? Or within our week or within our lives. And this weekend where I was at is just needing a break, needing a rest, needing to just decompress. 
So I took Grace's advice, and as I was really chatting with my spirit team, they kept showing me this movie, Arrival. Arrival is a movie that came out in 2016. It's a movie with Amy Adams and Jeremy Renner, and... I just completely see this movie as a spiritual movie. It so speaks to me. There are so many spiritual threads that I want to walk you through, right? Because this is not like a thorough summary of the movie. This is not me trying to get you to watch the movie. I just really want to share with you the magical divine insight of this movie, all of the angel messages within this movie, and share them with you because I think there's just so much value that you could get out of understanding the completely divine nature and beauty of this movie. Just as a disclaimer, Again, I went to see this movie in 2016 when it first came out and Blake was so upset that I took him to see this movie because in it, there is a child who passes away. And so I I want you to know that the movie isn't about that child. And actually, I see the child and, and what the child went through as really a metaphor for the main character's life. And... And I'll get to that at the end to help you see that metaphor. But I wanted to let you know from the beginning, for those of you who are aware of the movie Arrival, we're not going into that part of it. It's really more so the spiritual awakening. And even deeper than that, how spirit communicates with us. I guess I should say from my own experience too that when I first started working with my clients and channeling messages and bringing through people from the other side, what was happening to me is when I would be in a session, I began to describe it as sliding time, sliding time into the past, sliding time into the future because that's what happens. Where you are in the present moment is completely impacted by everything, all of your experiences in the past. Because where you are in the present moment is defined first by two things. Are you coming from your human self or are you coming from your soul self, the highest vibration that is, the now, the presence, right? Most people are coming from their humanness, their body. And the moment is completely impacted by their past and by their future. The experiences that they went through in the past, their hopes, their dreams, for everything coming to them. So when you are in a session and you do this work, one of the things that happens is you can very easily slide time. Somebody, let's say a grandfather comes through or a dad on the other side and they're coming through for the person who's in the session and they say, I'm so sorry. I had no idea that the way that I was speaking to you, the way that I was parenting you in an authoritative way, the addiction to alcohol that I had, 
I didn't know that I was impacting your life in this way. And that really, it would impact so much of your entire life that you would live more from fear than from love because of the way that I acted. And you can slide time with that same individual on the other side, let's say that dad, and say, you know, the person that you're talking to is really fearful of moving on with their life, of moving forward in different ways because of those instances from the past. So there is very much this component of doing this work where you're sliding time into the past, you're sliding time into the future, not for the sake of fortune telling and telling people what is going to happen. But showing them where are the blocks that you are holding this heavy energy and you're not able to get to where you want to go because this happened in the past. Do you get what I'm saying? It's so simple and yet it's so profound. So this movie Arrival really stars Amy Adams as Dr. Louise Banks and and Jeremy Renner as Ian Donnelly. So the movie starts out, you know, what is this movie about? Um, This movie starts out under the premise of this little girl, right? You see Dr. Louise Banks playing with this little girl and you believe it's her daughter and you believe because what she's showing you is these different moments What she's showing you at the beginning of the movie is these different moments of her playing with her daughter when she's very young, of her holding her daughter when she's first born, of the turbulent years of her daughter as a teen and them not getting along, and of her daughter getting sick and them coming back together to try and get her through this. But uh, Dr. Louise Banks knows that she's not going to make it. So at the beginning of the movie, you see all of these different memories, right? And it's so incredibly fascinating because that is how spirit comes through when you're sliding time. And when I've worked with Pat Longo before in our sessions one-on-one, what she has said is that the reason there can't be a dictionary of what the signs are what the signs are that spirit shows mediums or different healers, right? The meaning of those signs. There can't be one single dictionary of what those signs are because it is different for every individual. And what Pat says, and this makes so much sense, is that it has to be different because everybody's Rolodex within their mind of the experiences that you have been going through your entire life are different. Everyone has different experiences. So how could there be one dictionary where spirit comes through and says, you know what, if you see this, this is what it means. If you see this, that's what it means. You can't have that because what spirit has to do is use the person who's channeling them through, use their experiences in order to get the message through to the person that they're trying to heal. 
So the movie starts out with this flashing of different memories at different points without this at different points throughout this little girl and her mom's life. And then you learn that Dr. Louise Banks is a linguistics uh, professor, that she teaches this. And very shortly into her first class that you see in the movie, everybody's phone starts ringing inside the class. And one of the girls speaks up and she says, "Uh, Mrs. Banks, would you mind turning on the TV onto a news station? So she does this and you realize that there are 12 different spacecraft uh, aliens, you could say, that have come down to Earth and each of the 12 is in a different location within the world. Now, just a side note here, we're not talking about aliens. Anytime that you hear about these beings, I'm just going to refer to them as beings because I want you to equate them with spirit. I don't want you to see them as aliens whatsoever. I want you to see this as really how God energy and spirit is coming through and working with people here on earth to spiritually awaken. And and it even goes deeper than that. Just bear with me. So after we find out that these spacecraft, these beings have come down, there's 12 different ships and they're all over the planet, what you see next is complete chaos and complete fear, right? Um, People panicking of trying to get home. She's talking to her mom on the phone and she's trying to calm her mom and just say, you know, you can't worry about this. We don't know anything yet right? And there is so much fear too, when you look at it, of the spiritual world. I mean, how many of us were so bound by the constructs of our mind, by our religious upbringings, that we couldn't even allow ourselves to really deepen our personal relationship with God, our connection with God. Because I've even had people come in, I have this all the time, had a woman come in last week who said, my friend told me that if I meditate, that's of the devil, and that that is not something that God would want for me. How could that possibly be true? There is so much fear surrounding all of this. And what I tell my clients, because this is what I did for myself, is feel it. Get into that high vibrational meditative state and know that that is God energy. And why wouldn't God want us to feel that alignedness and that oneness With all that is, there is no reason. And remember, that's when in my life, in my journey, in my story, I put this away for six months and I didn't touch it for six months and I prayed and I said, God, if this isn't from you, I don't want it. Take it away. If this isn't from you and Jesus, take it away. And it didn't go away. And the more and more that I prayed, the more and more that I heard This is how I need to work through you. You asked me to use you as a tool to help other people. This is how. So when it comes to fear and any constructs within your own minds that you have, I don't want you to feel bad about it, okay? These are, I look at constructs within the mind as almost jail cells that were built within our brains as we were taught when we were children. 
You didn't have any control over that, okay? So it's just up to you now to rewire your brain. And that is what we're going deeper into today. That's where the movie takes you. So next, you really see the military coming in, and there's some story behind this of how they get Dr. Louise to participate and actually go to where the spaceship has landed in the United States and talk to these beings that are there. Okay, before I tell you this next part, I have to tell you a side note because this week, you know, I've, I've been doing this for so long, doing my sessions for so long, and when I do my sessions, I do three parts. I, I give some background information, walk you through a very short two-minute meditation to help you open up your crown chakra, get into high vibration, and then we bring through your messages. And when I was giving the background information, spirit started to change what I said this week, and they used the word weightlessness. Because when you feel that vibration above your head, the vibration that you get to in the meditation in episode three, you can really feel this component of weightlessness above your head. So as I'm going through my week, spirit keeps bringing in the word weightlessness, weightlessness, weightlessness to help people feel that vibration within themselves. And as I'm watching this movie continues where Dr. Louise Banks and Ian Donnelly, they go up into the spaceship and there's actually a different gravitational pull within the spaceship. So there isn't any gravity that's holding them to the earth and they're able to use gravity differently where there is an element to them that is weightless while they're in the spaceship. And I just thought it was so fascinating, you know, just the metaphors in this movie of the way she's getting to the place where she's able to communicate with these beings is first getting into this place of weightlessness, going upwards to meet them and weightlessness. Those are the metaphors between the movie and how we connect with spirit. So throughout the next part of the movie, what's happening is you're seeing Dr. Louise Banks trying to figure out how to communicate with these beings because they have a verbal vibrational language. It's not like words, it's vibrations, but they can also manipulate this energy of kind of ink, I want to say. Um, in a way, it's not words, it's these circles, but it's their written language. And what you find throughout the course of the movie is that Dr. Louise can't, you know, break their language down phonetically. She can't tell you how to make the vibrations within your own vocal cords in order to say something in their language. She can't teach you how to write these circles in ink um, using a pen and a paper to match what their language is. What happens is that throughout the movie, you start to see that the daughter you saw at the beginning isn't what Dr. Louise went through in her past. It's 
the daughter that's coming to her in her future. And what you start to realize is that the way that these beings are communicating with Dr. Louise is through using her past experiences, her future experiences, because in their language, there is no time. They slide time to the past. They slide time to the future, just like spirit does with mediums to use their Rolodex of experiences to say, this is what I need you to convey in this session. This is what I, this is the message. And what Dr. Louise ultimately finds is that the language is the tool itself. It's being able to tap in telepathically. It's being able to see all that is as one without any time. One of the things that happens next in the movie is as Lu- as Dr. Louise is trying to communicate with the beings, she's trying to teach them different words. And she finds that she can't do it behind this mask. You know, she's wearing this huge mask that covers her from head to toe, covers her face. She can barely see out of it. She finds that they need to see her face. And doing so risks her own safety. It risks uh, risks contamination, radiation, and... I see this so much in how we relate to spirit in the way that we're fearful when coming into our spiritual awakening. We don't know if this type of communication is okay. So instead of going all in, a lot of us don't take off those masks, right? We dip our toes in, we keep those masks on, we keep our perfect we keep our protective suits and that doesn't protect us. It protects our ego. It doesn't help us to awaken or further our relationship with our spirit team, our angels. It really hinders us from that growth process. So as the scene goes on, um, she's teaching these beings words. And one of the first words that she teaches them, I love this, is how her and Ian's names are different. Their names are their individual identities and they're different from the label of being a human being. So instead of all the other words that are being spoken in the movie, in this scene, these words are written. It's written, I am Louise and I am Ian. But the focus of the camera is on the words I am. Now, we've talked about this before. What is I am? It's the words God gave man when man went to God in the Bible and asked, what is your name? I am statements are also used all the time in healing work to help people awaken, to help people shift energetically. The words I am help us to see the oneness and the unity in all things. So I thought that that was just really interesting in the movie, how those words aren't spoken. The words I am are really zoomed in on. Now, as the movie continues, what you start to see is that 
Dr. Louise is dreaming. She's dreaming of the future and seeing different things coming in the future. And one of the points that the movie tries to make is that there's this theory that language changes the way that we think. And as I was watching this movie over and over again this weekend, uh, while I was cleaning up around the house, what kept happening was Spirit was showing me the episode. I don't have cable, but one time when I went over to my friend's house, she had on the Hollywood movie medium and uh, it was the episode of the Hollywood medium where they they test his brain they hook it up to electrodes and they find that his brain is working completely differently from most other human brains brains when he's doing his readings so I I think that this completely ties into mediumship of connecting with the other side of intuition of all of it right it completely ties together because when you are channeling these messages whether it's from your intuition whether it's you seeing beings on the other side what you're doing is i believe the exact same thing that the hollywood medium was doing it's shifting the way that the brain works changing the way that you think now the movie goes on and you really see how much fear there is how much fear there is in the world that people are talking this up on the news networks of we don't know if they're here to hurt us and there's so much fear throughout the world the countries even stop working together and there's fear of war or of us all fighting against one another. So much so that even on the base where they are, these military guys try and blow up the spaceship. Doesn't work, but it really speaks to how much fear there is and the purpose the reason of these 12 spaceships being there what they find is in the end these beings who have come have come in peace and they're trying to help humanity work together by giving out 12 pieces of a whole puzzle so all around the world, they give out piece of piece of piece of piece in order to bring everyone together as a collective to have to work together to pull this technology together and realize what they have, what they can be using together to change the world. And how much is that exactly like what's happening spiritually? That there was an old energy, an old realm that most of us listening to were born into. And in the new energy here on earth, we know that we are here to help raise the vibration, raise the frequency within the world to bring more peace eventually, to bring more healing but before this can all come together in the end of the movie, what happens is there's really this massive showdown of fear, 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 fear of 
How is everybody going to come together? Fear that all the nations are going to end up really going against one another because they believe at this point in the movie that the aliens have brought a weapon that they're all going to use against one another. And they they demonstrate in the movie why it would logically be plausible for them to be bringing a weapon. But Louise is trying to say as a linguistic expert that they're just mistaking the word. It's not a weapon. It's a tool that they gave uh, 12 pieces of a whole for humanity to work together. Now, in the end of the movie, how this all comes together, how Louise really saves the day is that she's able to realize that this tool is giving her the ability to see into the future. And she ends up seeing herself writing the book about this, teaching about this, and being at an event where she meets one of the heads of the military in China. And at this event, he shows her his phone number. This is a future event, but she's seeing it while the drama is all playing out. So she's able to sneak away and to call this Chinese number to get a hold of them to tell them that everything is going to be okay. And the way that she does that, the way that she actually convinces this guy to change his mind is by telling him the words that his wife said before she passed away. I mean, if that doesn't give you the chills, I don't know what would. But in this, what she realizes is that their language is not bound by time. That there is no time to their language. That there is just oneness. You can see the future. You can see the past. You can feel the present. But there is true oneness through all things. And you feel that very greatly, very deeply. And I think that's just incredible because that is so much of what we're trying to come into right now. And it's not just this movie Arrival, but if you've ever watched the show This Is Us, the way that they slide time back into the past and into the future makes you see the oneness of all things and why people are doing the things that they're doing, why people have the hurts that they're carrying on for years upon years upon years years. But let's talk about what Spirit has said. When Spirit shows me the other side, they've always said, you can't hurt somebody over there. If I were to hurt you in heaven, I would feel it as if it were my own hurt because there is telepathy there. There is complete feeling of one another's emotions. We're one on the other side. So if I hurt you, there's no purpose to that because I'd be hurting myself. And yet the same is true here on earth. We're just confined to the fear and the separateness that we don't see our oneness. In the old realm, and the old energy that we're working through, we're working out of, in that old energy, we just see our separateness, that you're different, And because you're different, you're bad, right? That's things that we've said in the past. It's not true. But where does that come from? It stems from fear. All of it stems from fear. 
So I just love in this movie how they show that through language, not having time, it opens you up to oneness with all things. It opens you up to really kindness and compassion. Because when you can look at why somebody acted the way that they did towards you, maybe it's not something that we have to forgive. There are very deep acts that can happen here on earth that are not people that we can ever welcome back into our lives, right? Violence, abuse. Um, But when you look at some other things that we go through and experience in our lives, our parents' divorce, um, the different constructs within our parents' minds as we grow up, us as kids thinking they're perfect and then coming to realize that they're just human beings living their life and they're just doing the best that they can too. When we really have this greater bird's eye view, this knowingness of oneness between us, we can have so much more compassion for one another. We can see the unity and the oneness between all of us. And we can see that even here on earth, When I hurt you, it truly does hurt me. So as I watch this movie, every time it makes me wonder, does the spiritual awakening that we're all going through go deeper? You know, Eckhart Tolle has called it an evolution of human consciousness. He says that it's humanity evolving out of our egoic mind. And that, my friends, is something that I am sure of 100%. But as I watch this movie, it really makes me question if this parallels everything that we've been talking about over the last year. What if all of us empaths, all of you listening right now, everyone who's being awakened, these masses of healers that are being called to do this work to help raise the vibration here on earth and help shift humanity into a period of peace. What if as empaths learning to communicate with the other side, what if we're all learning the language of spirit? What if that is the point of the entire movie? Every time I watch this movie, I'm so seeing more and more things, right? But one of the main messages here is the undoing of the fear. That's why the language is needed in the first place in the movie, is to help humanity shift. They have to release the fear. The fear is the root of all the emotions that keep us separated, seeing ourselves as separate from one another, separate from ourselves, separate separate from our true consciousness, and separate from God. So the language brings a love so powerful that there cannot be fear, and that love comes through that oneness. 
As I was putting this podcast together, I checked over on the Facebook page and somebody left a question. Why do we feel anxious or overwhelmed with our spiritual awakening at times? And it's just because of that. It's because of that fear. We have to learn to trust 100%. And when we learn to trust as much as we can and keep having faith, keep overcoming our self-doubts, then and only then can we really step into our power as healers and help others really come into our purpose here on earth. I think the other question that people have a lot of times is why can't we just know the language? Why can't we just know the messages instantaneously and why aren't they more direct and more clear? For example, like why didn't my dad just come to me and say, hey, Julie, it's me, dad. I passed away. I just need to let you know. Why did he come through in the way that he did talking about a hairbrush and my daughter's hair? It's because they can't do this for us. There is free will and free will stops them from being able to give us everything. And what I tell my clients a lot of times when they give me this question is, You know what? If every single healer was supposed to know everything from spirit all the time, wouldn't spirit give all of us the lotto ticket numbers and just say, here, go live a happy, easy life, right? It doesn't work that way. Spirit doesn't come through with these exact pinpoint, precise messages and just tell you everything. Otherwise, it would completely bypass your free will in living this life. And I think that is the point of the ending of the movie. When you see her go back and live her life and realize that it wasn't in the past that she left, that she led this life with her child and her child passed away, that it was her seeing her life in the future. And there's a point in the movie where she says, to Ian, if you could see your entire life and know what was coming, the pain that was coming, would you do it differently or would you live it as it was supposed to be lived? And I think that's where spirit can't just come in and give us everything. We do slide forward into the future. We do slide into the past. There is that sliding of time But it's not to know everything because if we were to know everything, it would bypass our free will. The other thing that Spirit was showing me is that the child passing wasn't representative necessarily of a child passing, but all of the pain. It's representative of all of the pain that we go through in our lives because that is the one thing about this life that is so much different than we thought it would be. I think a lot of us souls on the other side thought, wow, you know, we're going to come here. We're going to do this. It's going to be great. And we get into the physical reality of it all. And it's so much more hard. It's so much more feeling of pain than we ever could have conceptually wrapped our minds around uh, over there on the other side. 
And yet there are some times where we do have clues and indicators that things are coming in our future that are going to be painful. Maybe we do know sometimes some things that are going to be coming. And I think the, the child passing is representative too of as healers, as empaths, when we do know that we're going to go through this hardship, would you choose to do it a different way? No. We'd all choose to to continue to go through it because through that pain, no matter what it is here on earth, that is the only way that we can learn the path to healing. It's through us going through so much pain as healers that we know the way of healing ourselves and that we can help others find that healing path for themselves. I hope this is all making sense. (laughs) So Spirit says that we have to do this for ourselves. We have to work on ourselves, work on ourselves more than anything right at the beginning because to become a healer, We have to work through our own stuff first, not 100%. We will always be teachers and healers and seekers at the same time. But we have to work through our stuff to a degree before we can help teach others. And really, my friends, that is so much about what the e-course is about coming up in November. It's about you understanding the language of you personally connecting with your individual angels, understanding what the language is of intuition and how to use it. Because if you don't know what it is or what to do with it, or you don't know how to use it, then you're probably making your life out to be harder than it needs to be. A lot of people have been asking me, well, what's the difference between the angel communication e-course in November and what's the difference between the angel school in November and January? The November e-course is really different from the angel school. The e-course is to help you develop your personal relationship with your personal angels, to help you nurture your relationship with them, to help you develop your relationship with them, to help you realize what your intuition is as you're connecting with them and use that. It's also to help you start to look at what you need to work through yourself in coming to be ready to take your place as a healer. I would say it's a good prequel course to the angel school because then the angel school takes you in. It's a weekend long course. Some people are taking it online in January over three weeks. Um, and it's to help you become a Reiki master teacher who can bring through messages. For some people, that's mediumship. For some people, that's intuition. For others, it's really just bringing out your unique spiritual gifts because everybody has a spiritual gift. I've had some people come through the program that can really channel colors. I've had some people come through the program who are more medical mediums. I can't really say what your gift is until you come into the school and start working and practicing on other people. But if you're interested in either of those two things, definitely email me and we will get you set up. There's also more information on the website, 
www.jancis.com. That's my last name, dot com. So I hope you enjoyed today and me walking you through the movie Arrival. I absolutely adore this movie. So if you have time and if, and if you need a break over the next week, it's definitely a movie to get you thinking, to see those spiritual messages for yourself and a, a good movie to take a break with. I want to walk you through some deep breathing, but first I want you to remember that we're going to have this really fun thing coming up from Thanksgiving till January 6th. Um, we're giving away so many things um, to people who have left five stars and a positive review of the podcast. You can leave that review on iTunes, on Facebook, on Google, and if you leave it all three places, remember we put your name in three times. We're also putting your name in more times. If you refer a friend to listen to the podcast, they leave us a positive review, letting us know that you recommended them. And don't forget to have them email us a screenshot of that so that we know how to contact you guys when you win. And remember, if they have your name in there, both of you win that day. Really, the reviews are just the best way to keep the podcast getting to more and more people. It's the only way that I've seen that all of the podcast distributors, iTunes, iHeartRadio, all of them, really, it's the indicator that they use is positive reviews that keep your podcast up there reaching more and more folks. And the more folks we reach, the more folks we can help. If you've got questions, hop on over to Instagram, Facebook, or our Facebook group, Angels and Awakening Tribe. You can find me on those other locations with the handle at Angel Podcast. That's the at sign Angel Podcast. Okay, friends, I want you to take a deep breath in. Deep breath out. I want you to see yourself as a soul who has great, great purpose here on earth. I want you to see yourself surrounded by angels who love you, who are there for you to guide you, protect you your whole entire life. My friends, you are so loved and surrounded every single day. When you give 100%, when you are acting on the desires of your heart, when you're even just taking time to be quiet and spend time with your team, they're able to make you feel the whispers of your heart more profoundly. They're able to communicate with you more so that quietude is the first step in your life. My friends, make that time to spend with them, to feel their presence, to unload the burdens that you're carrying so that you don't have to carry them and that your angels can carry them for you. My friends, they love you so incredibly much. They are always rooting for you. They want you to have 
what you want for yourself. Know that they've got your back. They are rooting you on. They are your cheerleaders. You can ask them for help with whatever you need. No request is too small. My friends, I love you so much. They love you so much. Go on to have a beautiful, magnificent week. We'll be here Thursday with a new episode for you. Until then, sending you peace, bliss, and many, many blessings.